Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host with the most on the bomb. And this is coming out a day late. I'm so sorry. It was my birthday weekend. It landed on... My birthday landed on a Friday, which is normally when I record. And I was going to record that night. And I just got so consumed in just relaxing and chilling and putting together another model that I had gotten. Um, yeah, for those of you who are in the Discord, you knew I was building it all day. And... Uh, yeah, kind of chill, chill day. I I just spent it with Trisha. She got the day off, and then we ordered lunch from this like local place that delivers, and then we went out to like uh, an Asian buffet that's uh, over here by my house that night. And I was just so full of food, and I was like, man, I should have recorded earlier in the day. And then I kind of just like, you know what? I need to relax. So just I'll do it tomorrow. And yeah, so that is why it is a day late. But anyway. Um, I want to thank everybody for, for wishing me a happy birthday on Discord and other places on, on, on other parts of our social media and things like that. I really appreciate it. And, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I just didn't, I didn't, I just wanted to relax. I didn't do much. Today I went to my, my parents, or, well, yesterday. When you're hearing this, it's yesterday now. But, yeah, I went to my parents, and I was really craving lobster for, like, a long time. And my dad made me lobster tails. And they were so good. It was so delicious. And I, I took some of them home, and which is fine. I took most of them home, actually, because um, my brother can't eat shellfish. So, yeah. Uh, it was it was bomb. And I, I always feel bad, like, because, like, the last few years I wanted it for my birthday. And uh, I always forget that my brother can't eat it. So I always go, oh, never mind. Don't do that. I don't want Cedar to – I don't want my brother to feel like shit or whatever. But – yeah, no, this year he sucked it up, and he he didn't mind the last few years, but anyway, I am excited to eat leftover lobster tomorrow. <laughs> I'm fucking so fat and full of food right now, but anyway, I, I had a good birthday. 31 does feel a little different, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought 30 felt different. No, 31 feels different, Um, but yeah, anyway, let's do the news, shall we, and then I got... Some, uh, I got like a big piece at the end of the non-anime news, which a lot of people have already heard about, but I want to give my opinion on it. And then anime news, just got your uh, basic size, average size bunch of news for both sections. So let's just jump into it, okay? Um, oops, I was on the wrong thing. Hold on a second. The Cruel King and the Great Hero Switch PS4 game heads to West in February 2022. Yeah, this looks like a cute game. Um... And it comes with a special edition. It's like uh, a young girl named Yu embarks on an adventure to become a great hero. By her side is a fearsome beast known as the Cruel King, who guides and protects her. However, the truth of the Dragon King's past will soon rear its ugly head. Threatening the peaceful life they've enjoyed till now, explore charming settings, overcome monsters and puzzles, and discover a story of companionship, heroism, and facing the past. It's got like this kind of um little anime chibi like storybook look to it like it's supposed to look like a children's fantasy book from like you know the the olden times or something and it just looks super cute and it's by uh nipponichi software so 
yeah, the NIS America announced on Thursday that we are getting it in February of next year. So check out check out that trailer. Square Enix announces Bravely Default's Brilliant Lights smartphone game for you Bravely fans. Um, that is coming. When is that coming out? Uh, iOS and Android on Wednesday. The game will be free to play with in-app purchases. And there will be a closeted beta test for the game's Android version. Um, yeah, so I guess there's no release date yet, but check that out and follow for updates on the beta and such like that. Um, so this is kind of important. I think everybody should listen to this, and this is me just kind of boosting the signal, I suppose, for people who have PS5 and PS and or PS4s, I think, too. Um, but Sony is trying to urge everyone to set up two-step verification following PSN network hacking reports. And obviously with the pandemic that happened, like hacking, I mean, hacking has been just growing in the past couple of years, you know, and I think it's been a steadily growing problem for the last, I mean, decade, obviously, but in during the pandemic, especially people are bored at home. They want to, they're smart, they're intelligent. They want to get into some shit. And, you know, there were people doing stuff to, they're using scalping to help them, or they're using hacking to help them scalp shit and all this other stuff. And now PS, you know, gaming networks have been being hacked for like the past five years, you know, and um, Sony's trying to urge people to set up two-step verification uh, on your PSN network accounts. So please do so. I mean, just, it might be annoying to some people, but you might as well just do it. Um, because, you know, your fucking PayPal and credit card information is on there. Okay, that's like the big thing, honestly. Um, Final Fantasy X-3 story was already written, but 7 Remake is the main priority. Um, yeah, they were... I mean, I've, I've, I know a lot of fans who are diehard fans of Ten. I think Final Fantasy X is a great game, and there are a lot of diehard Ten fans who loved Ten Two and things like that. And there was a Ten Three story... Um, and Tetsuya Nomura confirmed the existence of Ten Three story, saying, "If we are to make Ten Three, we somehow have a synopsis written by Final Fantasy Ten writer Kazushige Nojima." He added, "It's sleeping right now, but the plot itself does exist." Um, while he did confirm that the probability of returning to Spira is not zero, he did add that Square Enix is fully focused on Seven Remake at this time, with the second part still a large mystery and the total amount of entries is still unknown at the time. It could be many, many years before we see anything concrete. I I thought that 7 was... The 7 remake, I thought it was supposed to be like five parts. I thought I read that somewhere. That might have just been some random like Reddit comment or something, though. But um, Loki Season 2 confirmed for Disney+. Plus. Um, I heard a lot of people liked it. It was pretty decent. And then I heard the ending was just kind of like, what the hell? Why? why? That, was, that was weird. So I don't know. I I do want to watch it. I'm I haven't seen any MCU Disney Plus shows yet. So I remember being excited about them when they were announced, but um you know, I definitely want to watch WandaVision since it has to do with since it's going to lead into like Doctor Strange 2, which is like the next movie we're getting. Um and Doctor Strange is also in Spider-Man, so I kind of want to the new Spider-Man movie, so I kind of want to see what that's all about. I don't know. I'll get around to watching all of them eventually. 
Uh, Nier Automata's Steam patch drops this week. Um, the Steam version of Nier Automata is finally getting that the patch it deserves and that fans have been waiting for since the game launched on PC in 2017. Um, yeah, I heard that port was really bad. So, like, the they're finally it's finally getting a patch to make it more... It's kind of like they just picked it up and dropped it in the PC and was like, there you go. And uh, this patch will help with uh, PC settings and things like that. Uh, borderless video settings, fidelity effects, HDR, anti-aliasing, UI textures are now in 4K. Uh, Cutscenes bitrate has been improved. Global illumination, ambient occlusion, bloom, bug fixes, and that should have dropped a couple days ago. So for you guys who are playing on the PC, there you go. Dude, I thought this was interesting. We got this trailer a couple days ago, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, which is it's like it looks like a Smash Brothers game. Or it is like a Smash Brothers style, like party brawler, um, but it's Nickelodeon. It's Nickelodeon characters, which I think they like announced something like this a couple of years ago, and then maybe development got delayed because of the pandemic or something. But I remember hearing about this a while ago, and maybe that was just like a rumor or something. But the confirmed characters in the trailer, they already like revealed like uh, twelve or thirteen, fourteen characters, and I'll read them to you right now. Um, Oblina from Ah Real Monsters, Danny Phantom from Danny Phantom, Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold, my favorite, I love Helga, Zim from Invader Zim, Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud from The Loud House, uh, those are two different separate characters, I just set them together, Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy, Reptar from Rugrats, the, the fictional Godzilla of Rugrats, pretty much, Spongebob Squarepants, Patrick Starr from Spongebob, Sandy Cheeks from Spongebob, Leonardo and Michelangelo from TMNT, and Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries. Dude, if they didn't include Nigel Thornberry, oh man, that would have been that would have been a fuck up. Um I mean I am pretty sure they're gonna add so many other additions. The Nickelodeon universe is really huge. Uh Obviously, they had to include newer things and older things in this. Um, but most of these characters so far listed are older things, with the exception of uh, the Loud House and the TMNT, since uh, Paramount and Nickelodeon have, um, you know, the rights over um, TMNT stuff right now, or the cartoon show at least. So... Uh, the really old ones on here are obviously Oblina, Helga, uh, Powdered Toast Man. Those are super old. Super, super old. I guess Nigel Thornberry would be considered somewhat old too, I guess. And Zim kind of would, except Zim is still kind of relevant because they got like a new movie a couple years ago. I guess so did Hey Arnold too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see... They're talking about, like, uh, the article talks about missing characters from Rocco's Modern Life, Rocket Power, The Fairly Odd Parents, Avatar, obviously. I would love to see Aang or Katara or Zuko. That would be really cool. I would love to see characters from Rocket Power. I was going to say they should have characters from Doug, but Doug is now owned by Disney. So, like, I don't know if you remember that. I'm aging myself super hard right now, but, like, dating myself super hard. But, like, Doug originally was on Nickelodeon, and then Disney bought it. And then there was, like, a Disney, a couple seasons of the Disney series that were sequels to the Nickelodeon ones. It was kind of goofy. But, yeah. 
Anyway, I went on on that tangent for a while. But anyway, uh, Persona 6 confirmed to create a 6 which exceeds 5. That is what they're telling people. They're saying we're making a new Persona game. It's going to be so crazy. It's going to be 10 times better than 5. And fuck all y'all. So yeah, for you Persona homies out there, I will keep you updated on all that. Uh, Red Dead Online's new expansion, uh, Blood Money. That is about to come out soon, I think. There was a couple... There's some gameplay footage up of it already. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Uh, Solo developed indie Omno releases later this month. There's this new game, indie game, called Omno. Um, and the reason why I bring it up is because there was there was this time in indie, in gaming where indie games had been a thing for a while. And because of things like Steam and Xbox Live Arcade, indie games got more of a platform. And there was this, there's even a documentary about it out, out now that follows three indie devs. The, the people who did Super Meat Boy, the person who did the game Fez, who I heard was an asshole, uh, and, and the person who did Braid. And for those of you who don't know, those games were done just by one person or mostly themselves. I think the guy who did Fez had some help. And the, the two guys who did Super Meat Boy had some help too. But the guy who did Braid, that was literally all with, I think, a few occasions where he had help here and there. That was all done by him. And there, there are indie games out there right now that like they're just done by one or two people. And it's so wild to me. And I haven't heard of that in a while. And that could be just because of my ignorance. Like, I haven't heard about shit lately with newer games as much, um, aside from what I do on the newscast. But um, J Jonas Mankey started funding for the game on Kickstarter back in 2018, and it's now set to release this month. And Omno is a 3D platformer with puzzles, obstacles, hidden secrets, uh, a, a shit ton of achievements to unlock. It's supposed to... It looks really fucking cool, and... The world just looks, it looks so beautiful. It looks cool. It's very geometric kind of art style. It looks great. So yeah, check that out. Rainbow Six Extraction delayed till 2022. This is the fucking, it was originally called Rainbow Six Quarantine. It was pushed back due to COVID, ironically. Now the upcoming co-op experience is getting a new release window alongside the new name, Extraction. But it's delayed till 2022. This is the Rainbow Six where like you fight aliens or some shit. But yeah. Uh, the Ramp. This game looks sick. So this is a new um, skateboarding game. Except it's like a minimalist, like chill kind of game. So I don't know if you guys have ever played uh, Skate or Die or, you know, any of the Tony Hot games on Game Boy. But it, it kind of takes that um, 45-degree angle bird's-eye view kind of skate game, and it's very minimalist. You just pick one spot to, like, chill and skate in, and that's all it is. It's not anything like a big park or anything. It's It looks really cool. You do tricks. You can just go skate a bowl, skate a pool, you know, skate a, um, a half-pipe or a vert ramp or whatever. Super cool. It looks super sick. Um uh, the ramp is described as a digital skateboarding toy by creator and solo developer Paul Schnepp. Schnepp, hop on your board and pull out tricks while relaxing to a laid-back soundtrack and overall chill atmosphere. There's nothing to unlock. You aren't being scored. 
You don't kill anything. You don't get letters in the air or videotapes. Uh, you just, it's just like an artful little digital uh, kind of fun thing. Super cool. Uh, Path of Exile Royale. This is a Battle Royale Path of Exile game. And it looks super cool. Um, it's a multitude of new skills, play styles. You can pick different classes and shit. Looks super awesome. Uh, Pokemon Go Fest started this weekend. Um, actually, a couple days ago. It might be over now. Is this over now? Yeah, you know what? Delete this. Nobody talk about Pokemon Go. Shut up. Sorry. I think it's done already. Yeah, it's done already. <laughs> By the time you guys listen to this, it'll be done already. But that's okay, because Pokemon Unite coming out on July 21st already on the Switch, and then we should be getting it on, on Android and iOS in September. Um, but this is the Pokemon MOBA, and apparently if you log in um, before August, I believe it was August 10th, um, or August 1st or something. Hold on, let me find the exact date. Da, 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 da. You can, they'll give you Zeraura. Uh, um, oh, it doesn't say it, but I'm pretty sure it's before August 1st or August 10th or August 5th or something like that. Anyway, just do it before August, but you'll they'll give you um, a license for Zeraura, which is a legendary Thunder Pokemans. Uh, PvP Resident Evil game reverse delayed till 2022. That's no surprise. Uh, Netflix to reportedly start offering video games hires former head of EA Mobile as VP of Game of Development. Fuck that. I will stick with Steam and my Battle.net. Thank you very much. Or and or Epic Games should I ever need it. I will stick with them. I'm not gonna. We don't need more Netflix shit like that. Watch. Then they're going to start offering Netflix original games where you only have to... You can only play it on Netflix if you have a Netflix account. God! Probably going to make you pay more, too. Um, anyway, that's... We'll, we'll, I'll keep you updated on that. Shin Megami Tensei 5 story trailer reveals the conflict between gods and demons. Ooh, this game looks sweet. If you've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game, basically Shin Megami Tensei Persona actually started as a Shin Megami Tensei game um, as its kind of own thing, and now it's developed, obviously, into its own, 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 own unique thing, just called Persona. But yeah, the first Persona game was a Shin Megami Tensei game. So, um, yeah, anyway, Shin Megami Tensei Five looks super sweet. Um, you play these unique characters as a JRPG. There's literally a character that's called Jack-O-Lantern, and they're literally a Jack-O-Lantern. Fucking cool. I mean, Shin Mag if you're a fan of Shin Megami Tensei, there's no reason why you shouldn't like this one. Diablo 2 Resurrected shares changes coming out of the technical alpha. Blizzard has elaborated on some changes they made to Resurrected based on the alpha test period. Um, a lot of people were pretty excited about it. They said it was pretty good. Um, the Vicarious Visions team has put together the first few acts, and what they've seen is already quite impressive. Blizzard has a larger outline and documentation of how they're using the feedback and discoveries from that test period in a blog here that you can check. You can check that out in the the blog on Blizzard. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they. I'm I'm glad that they're listening to people. Obviously, they want to make this nostalgic, uh, you know, remake 
very good for the people who are going to buy it because the people who are going to buy it are all people who want to relive, you know, those Diablo 2 days and stuff. And that's I'm definitely one of those people. Diablo 2 was fire. That game was so sick, and I can't wait to play that with my brother. And, uh, yeah, me and Sudi used to play that shit all the time. Um, dude, okay, check this out. Bandai Namco, fuck yeah, has announced it's bringing the very first mainline Super Robot Wars game to North America this October, a feat that's taken 30 years. Super Robot Wars 30 is the celebration of this uh, seminal tactical series known for bringing all of your favorite mecha into one game. Um, Yeah, so Super Robot Wars is a tactical strategy JRPG game, and... It's not the first American Super Robot Wars game, but it's the first North America release. But it is the it is the first of the main games to come to North America, and that's why it's great because um, the ones that did come to America were in Game Boy Advance, and it was called Super Robot Wars Origins or something, and those were all just original robots that they made for that game. And the great thing about Super Robot Wars is that you're playing; it's a big crossover game with a bunch of robots from. Evangelion to Gundam, Getter Robo, Mazinger, and whatever. And I think the actually, hold on a second. So, and and just so you know, I haven't played any of them really because I haven't, I can't read Japanese. Well, I, I'm starting to learn how, but I can't. I, I normally can't. So like that's just that's just the the thing. Um, but let me hold on a second. The one I have played was I played a translated version of a Super Nintendo one. Um, and that one I think was just called Super Robot Wars EX, which I think was part of the main, uh, which I think was part of the main, uh, the main game. Second Super Robot Wars, that was on Nintendo. Third Super Robot Wars, um, oh no, so Super Robot Wars EX, this is the one I've played. I played a patch version of this. And this is the first, like, spinoff, the first title to focus on the Masokishin plot and unique for having the multiple scenario system. Yeah, so what's cool about this one is is um, you pick first, like, where you're going. And so, like, one scene, one battle, you could be just using all Gundams plus, like, get a robo. And the next scene, you're using, like, a plethora of uh, characters. But basically, the first set of... The first series had Getter Robo, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, Zeta Gundam, Double Zeta Gundam, um, Shars Counterattack, Gundam F91, Mazinger Z, Great Mazinger, and yeah. So then, every time they a new game comes out, they add another. They add another series. So like, by the time it got to the third game, they had Gundams from Star Stardust Memory, Double Eighty Stardust Memory, Double Eighty War in the Pocket, Dai Kaiju. Uh, Great Mazinger Kessen, Brave Radine, Chodenji, and like the one I've played, they they had Aura Battle or Dunvine and Go Shogun. Uh, Go Shogun's pretty cool. It's it's your typical kind of a big robot hero come together kind of thing. But anyway, the Super Robot Wars games are sick, and one of the best ones that I never got to play because obviously I couldn't read Japanese was there was one on PS2 and. And it had Ava and Nadesco in it, and it was super dope. Um, but Super Robot Wars 30, let's see. Super Robot Wars 30 is also going to premiere for the first time in the series Gridman, SSS Gridman, 
Brave Police, Jay Decker, King of Kings, Gao Guy Garber's Better Man, Knights and Magic, Maze and Kaiser, Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion, Glorification, and uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Plus anybody from before. I think even Super one of the Super Robot Wars games before this had Cowboy Bebop ships in it. So like uh, Spike's Swordfish? Is it called a Swordfish? Danny would know. She's got a tattooed on her. But yeah, anyway. We're finally getting a Super Robot Wars main game in North America. And I'm sorry I went on a huge tangent there, but that's amazing to me, especially since I've been into Gundam lately. Battlefield 2042 is online only, plus more details on how AI works, new specialist details, and more. So yeah, Battlefield 2042. That bitch is coming out soon. Um, it looks pretty cool. A lot of people are like Battlefield over you know, Call of Duty. I personally don't see... I think they're different games, I, in my opinion. I don't know. I think they're both cool, I guess. I don't know. I'm not good at FPSs or games like this, but it does look super sweet just from, like... Because it's, like, futuristic and shit. Um, Ender Lily's Quietus of the Nights comes to PlayStation consoles next week. This game looks super cool. It's like a Metroidvania side-scroll RPG discovery game. And you play this little girl who has, like, all of these warrior spirits with her. And so she doesn't do any attacking at all. Like, you control her to walk around and fly around and shit. But all the attacks and, like, things you do to get up on higher ledges or pass certain points are done by spirits that are, like, within her. And she just uses or summons the spirit real quick to, like, come out and do the thing. So, like, if she's attacking, like, a knight comes out and swings a sword... And then goes back right away. Um, it's really cool. Just look up the trailer. It's called Ender Lilies. Quietus. It's like quiet with you and the S of the knights. Really cool. Uh, dude, we got some... There's some two, here's two trailers that I'm excited about. Chucky TV series teaser trailer. Um, I love Child's Play series. I, I, I love I'll, any, pretty much any of those older slasher things I love. So, um, Chucky is one of them, for sure. Child's Play is one of them. Uh, Child's Play creator Don Mancini has taken his version of the franchise to the TV, and fans are thrilled that Chucky will be keeping the original kitchen charms of the series, with longtime veterans like Brad Dorff voicing Chucky again and Jennifer Tilly being Tiffany again, all returning for the TV adaptation. The official synopsis for the TV series is this. After a vintage Chucky doll turns up at a suburban yard sale... An idyllic American town is thrown into chaos as a series of horrifying murders begin to expose the town's hypocrisies and secrets. Meanwhile, the arrival of enemies and allies from Chucky's past threatens to expose the truth behind the killings, as well as the demon doll's untold origins as, seeming, as a seemingly ordinary child who somehow became the notorious mon this notorious monster. That's really cool. That kind of tells me that... This is a continuation of this movie series, which the last of the movie was Cult of Chucky. I'm going to read the rest of this article just for just for shits. By the end of Cult of Chucky, so there's a spoiler for Cult of Chucky, by the way, or the Chucky series, if you're not caught up. By the end of the Cult of Chucky series, Chucky was able to spread his evil to multiple dolls, which was creepy, by the way. Um, and possessed Nika Pierce which was the main character of Cult of Chucky and uh, Curse of Chucky. And then she drove off with Tiffany in Nika's body. And then 
yeah, it kind of left the the ending open. So I wonder if if this is a continuation, that'll be really sick. Um, we also got a trailer for the new Pixar movie, Turning Red. And it's about this little girl who, under stress, turns into a huge, giant red panda. And I am excited because red pandas. Yeah. Super excited for that one. Uh, dude, okay, here's the big piece. Here's the big piece. Uh, Valve's gaming handheld is called the Steam Deck, and it's shipping in December. You can pre-order it right now. And here's... I'm excited because, obviously, I want to add this to my portable collection. And also because I use Steam pretty much on the monthly, you know. Um, not I wouldn't say on the daily just because, like, um, if I'm not happening to be playing a game that's currently on Steam, then, you know, I'm not doing that. But, like, honestly... Um, reservations opened on my birthday, which was a couple of days ago and, or yesterday. Well, no, a couple of days ago from when you're hearing this. So yeah, whatever. But you, they start at three ninety nine. Uh, the reason being is because there are three different storage tiers. There's 64 gigabytes for the EMMC storage for $400 or three ninety nine, two hundred 256 gigabytes for the NVMe SSD storage for $529. And 512 gigabytes of high-speed NVMe SSD storage for 649 According to Valve, though, you can also expand the available storage using the high-speed microSD card slot. So, um, honestly, for me, I would just... I would probably go for the middle one. Um, for, for, like, only, like, 130 bucks more, you can go for the middle one. Um, which I guess is kind of expensive for me personally, I'm doing the sit and wait method to see how good it does. And then I'll, I'll see if I can get one. The thing that sucks about it is that if it does really bad, then they're going to be rare and shit. And then they're going to be hard to get. People are going to charge up the butt for them. Um, but I'm hoping that it doesn't come to that. I hope these, I hope it does really well. The specs look super sick on it. Okay. We have, uh, a view button that changes changes i don't know what it does but i think it changes uh maybe it changes like uh it's just another option for view changes in, in your game whatever game you're playing we have two thumb thumbsticks one on the left one on the right which are known as the l3 and the r3 buttons we have a d-pad to the left of the left thumbstick and an abxy button set to the right of the right thumbstick we have an options button which i guess is your start button Microphone on the top, 7-inch touchscreen, uh, another microphone on the left side of the touchscreen, left speaker, right speaker, a Steam button, which is like the home button, and a quick access button, which is like a home button but goes to a different Steam menu, I think. And we have two trackpads under the thumbsticks. Uh, they're like in a little rounded square. We have an L1, L2 button, R1, R2 button, a power button on the top, a Type-C USB port on the top, volume on the top, uh, fan at the top, headphone jack. And then we also have four more buttons on the back. R4, R5, and the L5 and L4. L4 and L5 buttons. So five left buttons, including the stick. Five right buttons, including the stick. So that's pretty nuts. Um, I'm not sure why that is. Probably just for just more options as more games require it. Um just because obviously this is a portable that can play, you know, games that you have on Steam. So I'm sure that there's going to be 
many ways for you to want to set your Steam keys or your controller and such, which is super dope. Um, and also, you know, if you're playing games like that require you just to use your mouse and click, um, that's what you have the touchpads for. So you can set your left and right click to like A and B or L and R2 or something, and then use the touchpads for moving the cursor around. Um, other than that, the specs are pretty cool. We have an OLED, uh, oh no, sorry, that's talking about the Switch. Um, you have the, the big storage, and then you have the option for adding a micro SD card slot, 7-inch screen with a 1280 by 800 touchscreen uh, for 720 ga- gameplay, um, literally all the buttons, um, AMD APU containing a quad-core Zen 2 CPU with 8 threads and 8 compute units worth of an AMD RDNA 2 graphics um, with 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, so it's it's pretty nifty. It's literally... It's literally like a decent priced gaming computer that you can buy brand new at your computer store in a handheld. Um, now, of course, we have lots of handhelds that are like this already. Um, we have a lot of handhelds out there right now that do this. Um, not use Steam specifically, but are basically little gaming computers that run versions of Linux and other kinds of indie operating systems and such like that. Um, but I don't believe any of them can use Steam. I I don't I haven't dabbled too much in the like the smart handhelds like that, so I don't I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but this would definitely be other than my Switch. This would definitely be the newest handheld I would add to my collection for sure. Um, am I still on the hunt for other handhelds right now? I totally am. But like I mean, as I've stated also, people are emulating on the PS Vita and PSP too. And if you're that kind of gamer like me who just wants to play those games then, you know, you fucking will do that, I guess. But being as also somebody who plays Steam a lot, which is, I play Steam a lot. Like, I use Steam for pretty much a lot of my gaming. I use it for my fighting games right now. And pretty much all the games that I've been playing lately, I use it for that. Um, I think it's perfect. I think it's the perfect handheld. So, maybe not perfect. Obviously, I can't say perfect without, like, having seen reviews or playing it yet. Um, but there are a few videos out there right now that has like some uh, on hand uh, playing with it and such like that. So anyway, that's just my 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 opinion of it right now. I've seen a couple people say, and I'm not sure if they're memeing or not. You know, obviously there's just comments on Reddit that some of my Discord uh, listeners have shared. Uh, but they there's people calling it the Switch Killer. Yeah, no. Um, these are two different things. Obviously, you can't play... Number one, you can't play Nintendo games on Steam. Um, at least the big ones, right? I don't think I know any Nintendo games that are on Steam right now, aside from other little things here and there. But, like, um, there's that. Um, this, there's there's things that the Switch... I mean, the, the Switch is just Nintendo's outlet to, to put their games on right now. Um, and it also... A lot of these games that are on Steam, especially the really fun indie ones, like Hades and um, a few other games, um, they're on the Switch as well. So, I mean, I I wouldn't call it the Switch killer. I mean, you could if you want to call it the Switch killer because they share games like that too. But, like, if there are people who play all those kinds of games, 
that would be on Steam that are also on the Switch, they're probably just going to keep playing it on their Switch. You know what I mean? So, like, games like Hades and Hollow Knight and Dust Force and um, Doom, I think, is on the Switch now, too. I mean, they're putting bigger games on the Switch lately, so I don't think it's the Switch killer. I think, uh, I, I don't think that at all. I think this is just, this Steam Deck thing is just another way for people to play their Steam games on in a portable manner, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. Anyway, that's all I got for the non-anime news. Let's, uh, run to the, um, uh, let's run to take a break real quick, and then we'll do the anime news. Boom, check that out for KOK. Links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Um, Patreon.com slash Summit. All the goody goods right there. Become a patron today. Give a Smokey his wings. He will fly to your house. And play a Switch with you. How about that? Boom. Booyah shaka. Um, dude. Um... Freaking! I, I just again want to thank everyone who wished me happy birthday on Discord. Uh, also, shout out to to uh, Bobman uh, for gifting me Discord Nitro. They're one of uh, our patrons. Thank you a lot, dude. That's really cool. And um, uh, shout out to Danny for getting me a figure of Izuzu, uh, uh, Izuku Midoriya, uh, Deku. Very cool. Um, I put it next to my P Bandai one. Um, very cool. And for uh, anyone who listened to our latest app, it was supposed to be our spring review, but Nick wanted to catch up and I wanted to catch up on some things. Um, and plus it was my birthday weekend. So it was like, I felt like I was just all over the place kind of this past week. And I had some other things happening, IRL stuff that was lame. So um, we put that episode out instead because it was just easy for us to do. And so our spring review is coming out this week. So I hope you guys excited for that so then we can just fucking jump into summer because i really want to jump into summer right now um but yeah really appreciate everyone's uh support and birthday wishes really love that um let's get into the anime news let's get right through these chainsaw man's tatsuki fujimoto details upcoming one shot chainsaw man's have been eating well this year with the first trailer of the upcoming anime coming out tatsuki fujimoto has revealed with a new one shot manga story will be released while the story that will be taking place has yet to be revealed, the upcoming tale will be titled Look Back and will be sta- a staggering 140 pages, leading us to believe that this will be a recap on all the events that took place in the Chainsaw Man series. Yeah, so that would be interesting. We'll see what that is. Um, let's see. Full Metal Alchemist creator Hiromu Arakawa will start a new manga series in monthly Shonen Gangan magazine soon, and we already got a visual for it. Um... It seems to be a fantasy series, and the main character is like an archer of some kind. Um, but yeah, very cool f- to see um, Hiromu Arakawa doing some new shit. Pretty excited for that one. Um, oh, also, dude, you know what? I totally forgot. Hold on a sec. The fucking... Uh, I totally missed it. Hold on a second. Here we go. This uh, this newscast is dedicated to uh, Kaya Haruka. They passed away from pancreatic cancer. They are the mangaka or manga artist for the Misfit of Demon Academy. So yeah, 
that was uh, horrible. And the adaptation was canceled a few days ago. So for all you fans out there, uh, pour one out for the homie. The snoozecast is for you. Um, I came across that news piece just now, and I was like, oh, shoot. Um, but, yeah, dedicated to to them. Uh, Junji Ito's Uzumaki is getting a creepy coloring book. Uh, yeah, that's right. Just type in Uzumaki coloring book, and I think you can uh, I think you can uh, pre-order it right now. Uh, Wotakoi, Love is Hard for an Otaku Manga, gets a spinoff after the finale. Um, yes, I'm not sure. Uh, there was in love an episode anime, and uh, yeah, it's getting a um, spinoff for you Wotakoi fans out there. Crunchyroll adds live-action given BL series to catalog. So yeah, we can watch a live-action given series on Crunchyroll now, or soon, so it's going to be really cool. Um, there's a new studio being launched by Labid Aziz um, with Ryoshi Wada's Ninja Masks animated series is an upcoming project. Uh, Entertainment, Entertainment News website Deadline reported last Friday that former Wayfair Chief Operating Officer, Chief Financial Officer Labid Aziz is launching POC Studios, an LA-based firm and TV company with the goal to work on projects with a diverse bent in commercial and global appeal. The company plans to make an animated series titled Ninja Masks, an animated trilogy based on Ryochi Wada's One Cut of the Dead project. The series will co- will be a co-production between POC Studios, North Star Su- Northland, North Star Thailand Studio, Starlight Runner Entertainment, and Wada's company Hyrule Entertainment. So yeah, pretty cool. There's a few things that they're releasing, um, but they're starting with Ninja Masks first. Looks really cool, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Mie Ruko-chan, comedy anime is English subtitle video unveils cast. More staff, opening song on October debut. This is the one girl, it's like about that one girl who can see dead shit, and it follows her around, and she's, they're trying to scare her, and she's not showing how scared she is. Um, This is coming out uh, in fall, so that's some fall hype for you. Uh, Nekomaki's feline manga, Tora to Mike, uh, gets net anime shorts. Uh, these are about some kitties. The feline human drama manga follows the comfy daily life of the sisters, uh, Tora and Mike, as well as the regular customers at their long-running Dodenti boiled beef giblet shop in Nagoya. The older sister, Tora, takes care of finances while Mike handles the cooking and waiting on customers. Uh, yeah, there's just some kitties running a little beef, uh, boiled beef shop. Beef. Very cute. It's already 10 out of 10 show. I don't need to watch it. Jujutsu Kaisen manga to resume on August 2nd after hiatus for health reasons. The official Twitter account for Shuisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced on Friday that Gege Akutami's Jujutsu Kaisen manga will resume in the year's 35th issue, which will ship on August 2nd. The manga went on hiatus in the 29th issue of June 21st due to Akutami's poor health. Um, Akutami had said that the manga's hiatus will be around a month and assured fans that his health condition was not serious. Um, Yeah, basically from what I heard was they were like, dude, you know, your health uh, without I don't they don't they don't say what specifically health problems he has. But um, I guess Shuisho was telling him, like, hey, you should take a rest. Because, you know, you got that thing. And he was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. He's like, they're like, dude, just take a week off, take a week off. 
And then it kind of came to a little bit of a, I wouldn't say a boiling point or whatever, but he kind of just like, all right, maybe I should take that break. And they gave him a month break. So uh, I personally think that I would rather have him around than, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen never getting finished, you know, obviously. You know, I'd rather have his health be top than have a new chapter. But Jujutsu Kaisen's amazing, so... Netflix announced on Friday that it will stream Monster Hunter Legends of the Guild, the 58-minute an, uh, animated production based on Capcom's Monster Hunter games, um, worldwide on August 12th. I gotta tell you, the CG doesn't look that bad, but it also like looks too clean. Like, the main character... And this guy who looks like the guy from the fucking Witcher with the white hair. Like, their skin looks too clean. Almost to the point where, like, this looks like PS2 graphics. Or early PS3 graphics. You know what I mean? Like, it looks bad. Like, this is horrible how bad it looks. It it, it just, like... I. How do they, like, let this go through? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just... It looks bad, dude. Like, like you have... So, like, what I'm saying is they have the Resident Evil Darkness series. Like, that looks fucking amazing. And then you have this. And even just looking at the key visual, it looks horrible. And then you have some fucking weird cat character who looks scary. It looks like that Tom the Cat app thing. What the hell? That's creepy. Anyway. Uh, wield Reina's hatchet from Higurashi as a plushie. That's right. The hatchet from uh, Reina Ryugu's iconic hatchet from Higurashi when they cry uh, is a plushie. So that'll go good with my uh, dragon tail. So maybe I'll cop that. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 8 JoJo Lion Manga ends in August. Woo! It's going to be crazy, dude. JoJo Ru. It's going to be crazy. Um. Artist Laundra's Summer Ghost anime shorts trailer reveals cast, more staff. Summer Ghost, the directorial debut of illustrator Laundra, who did I Want to Eat Your Pancreas and Josie the Tiger and the Fish and V's Fluoride Song, posted a trailer on Thursday. The trailer announces the shorts lead voice cast member additional staff and November 12th opening in theaters. Um, the story of the short developed from a single illustration that Laundra had drawn. Tomoya, AoE, and Rio are high school students who met online. An urban legend speaks of a summer ghost, a spear girl who appears when fireworks are set off. And they go and explore some shit. Probably all die at the end. Hilarious. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> this could have been in the uh, game news, but I have it in the anime news for some reason. This could have been in the game news along with the Super Robot Wars news, but that's okay. Gundam franchise gets team-based first-person shooter game in 2022 internationally. Dude, that's so sick. Like, it's so funny that I've been into Gunpla and Gundam a lot lately. And now we're getting Super Robot Wars 30 and this. Like, super crazy. Um, the Execution and Her Way of Life anime unveils main staff in 2022 debut. Uh, this is, so next year hype. Um, it looks super cute, though. It's based on a light novel. The Lost Ones are wanderers who come here from a distant world known as Japan, quote-unquote. No one knows how or why they leave their homes. 
The only thing that is certain is that they bring disaster and calamity. The duty of exterminating them without remorse falls to Minnow, Minnow, a young executioner. When she meets Akari, it seems like just another job until she discovers it's impossible to kill this girl. So, yeah, there you go. Character design looks really cute. I think uh, Menno and Akari, they're the two main characters, obviously, and they look super adorable. really like when they do the eyes like that, where it's got, like, the the iris, like, in in deep, really small, and the, the, the colored part is, like, two different colors. I like that. Uh, Olympic anime short to stream globally on games opening day next week. So, yeah, if you guys want to check that out. Uh tomorrow's leaves is what it's called the anime short that studio panak produced for the olympic foundation for culture and heritage to commemorate the 2020 olympics will stream worldwide on its official website on friday july 23rd 7 p.m 6 a.m edt seeing a bit of harmony anime trailer reveals more casts and opening on october 29th jc staff's original anime film co-production sing a bit of harmony um, I know to go oh, literally let me hear you sing of love, but this looks super adorable. I'm really excited for this one. Um, it looks really amazing. Like it looks the art, the coloring, the style, the animation looks super cool. The full, the film is coming soon to theaters in the United States and Canada. Um, I'll make sure I update you guys on when that is. We can all go to the movies and watch it. Um, Naruto, My Hero Academia, and Sailor Moon Stage Plays. Okay, so normally you guys know that I stopped doing news about stage plays, right? Because we can never fucking see them, obviously. They're always in Japan, whatever. Um, And sometimes they film them, and if they do, I should look into that and I should announce it to you guys. But the thing about these three in particular, Naruto Stage Play, My Hero Stage Play, and Sailor Moon Stage Play, um, they're going to be streamed in August. Live Viewing Japan announced on Wednesday that it will stream three two and a half D stage play programs from August 6th to August 26th, including Live Spectacle Naruto, My Hero Academia, The Ultra Stage, and Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the musical Nogizaka 46 version 2019. Tickets are available on the company's website for viewers in the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom, and singapore so yeah very cool live spectacle naruto ran in 2015 my hero academia the ultra stage ran in 2019 and pretty guardian sailor moon the musical nogizaka 46 version 2019 is a 2019 run of a stage play that originally ran in 2018 so it's like an updated version of the 2018 version so yeah pretty cool so i mean that's really awesome. I will remind you as we get closer to it. So if you guys want to watch those, uh, we'll d- we can definitely watch those. Uh, One Piece to feature Where's Waldo crossover in July 19th weekly Shonen Jump issue. Uh, yeah, that's going to be fucking funny. That's going to be sick. Fucking One Piece and Where's Waldo. Let's fucking go. Uh, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District are getting me teased in new visual. Very excited for this. This is, um, I think this is fall, right? They're doing this in fall? Can I get a date on that, bitch? The manga arc. Let's see. Hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, The film will feature pooping in the street, partying in the sheets. Okay, I can't find it. 
Um, I know it fucking said. I'm pretty sure it's this fall, though. Um, we'll run on 30 stations and channels, covering most of Japan this year. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's fall. But yeah, very cool. Kaito Queen while Circus Gaosuki novel gets theatrical OVA in 2022. Kodansha opened a website on Monday to announce that Kaoru Hayamime's Kaito Queen while Circus Gaosuki, uh, which is Mirage Queen Amy Circe, or Circa, novel is getting a theatrical OVA project that will debut in 2022. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, the novel series takes place in world filled with airships. The Kaito Queen is someone who never fails to steal what they are after. Their age and danger is unknown. However, a mysterious circus troupe appears with magicians, hypnotists, and those with other special powers in its ranks. The circus troupe manages to steal the gem that Kaito Queen is after and challenges Kaito Queen to a contest. Uh, the anime commemorates the 20th anniversary of the novel series. Kadokawa published the first novel, pictured at the right, under its children's book label, Aotori Bunko, in 2002. So yeah. Pretty cool. I'm excited to see what that's all about. Sony Pictures streams 2003 Astro Boy anime on YouTube. Sony Pictures Television began streaming the first episode of the 2003 Astro Boy anime series on its Throwback Tunes YouTube channel on Saturday. The channel previously streamed the seventh episode in June. Um, yeah, the 2003 Astro Boy is a pretty sweet adaptation. Uh, definitely, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, dude. And there's also a French series called Go Astro Boy Go, which I've never seen before, uh, but I heard it's okay. Shinka no Mi anime reveals visual cast staff teaser video in October premiere. The official website for the television anime, anime adaptation of Miku and U35 Shinka no Mi, Shiranayuchi ni Kachigumi Jinsei. Um, Light novel series revealed the show's main cast staff visual teaser video. Uh, there's a gorilla face Johnson. I think there's like a girl who turns into a, the animal fantasy story centers on Seiji Hiragi. Though at the bottom of his school's social pecking order, he and his entire school are upended when everyone in the school is transported into another world. Seiji finds himself alone and approached by a gorilla who, instead of attacking him instead proposes to him at the moment that Seiji thinks that I guess a gorilla is fine too. They find the fruit of evolution and when they eat it, their lives are suddenly changed once again. Yeah, so the Gorilla Face Johnson turns into this uh, pretty chick. And uh, the fucking guy turns into some shit. I don't fucking know. But it looks kind of cute. It's kind of a cool idea for an easy guy. We'll see. I don't know. Um, and here's the big piece of the end of the anime news. Uh, COVID-19 supply chain issues cause manga shortage in North America. So this is just as a heads up. Media news website ICV2 reported on Thursday that North American bookstores and retailers are facing a shortage in the supply chain of manga in terms of reader demand. The website reported that major retailers such as Amazon and Barnes and Noble, as well as specialty shops such as Comic Conspiracy in Sunnyvale, California, Comicopia in Boston, are selling out of popular manga titles and are unable to restock many of them. According to publishing publishing news outlet Publishers Weekly, truck driver shortages widespread. Trucks driver shortages, widespread port congestion, and inflated container costs will continue to cause supply chain challenges in the book industry into 2022, according to ICB2. The new coronavirus pandemic has exacerbated existing problems in the supply chain. Um, so basically, problems that we already had were made worse with the pandemic. 
So, um, as of press time, most volumes of Tatsuki Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man manga are listed as out of stock on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, as well as the first volume of Demon Slayer. The first volume of My Hero had one copy in stock on Amazon and was sold out on Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I mean, if you're reading any of these popular titles right now, I would also even throw JJK into that and a few other titles. Get them when you can because, yeah, things are tough right now. So be kind to one another. Look out for each other. You know, this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. It's like, uh, you know, if you if you already have a copy of Chainsaw Man 1 and you see it on sale somewhere, get it for a homie. You know, you never know. Or, you know, get it for 10 bucks. Uh, have it shipped to you, whatever, sell it to a homie for 11 bucks. Just be like, hey, yeah, give me 11 bucks or give me 10 bucks for it. You know, get it for get it for that friend who's looking for it or that person who's looking for it. Just uh, look out for each other, you know? All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, and again, thank you for all the birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate the support every week. And, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun uh, on my birthday. And also, speaking of when I had a lot of fun, I also had a lot of fun on my last live stream where I was building uh, the Gundam Death Scythe. And, yeah, I doing giveaways on live streams like that is really fun. I hope to do more of them, whether it's like building another gunpla or playing a video game and doing giveaway or something or whatever the, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, and let me tell you something else. Okay. If you have some old anime things you want to get rid of, or you just, you know, you don't mind selling it to me for cheap or whatever the, whatever the fuck, dude, Feel free to send it to me, DM me, donate it to me so I can use it for giveaways and I can give you a shout out uh, and stuff like that. You know, if you want to do that, I'm also working on a list of inventory for all the, like, the anime stuff I have in my house. Um, as me and Trisha are trying to get ready to paint my bedroom, you know, she's taken down a lot of things and we're, we re- she rearranged the closet, the hallway closet for me and stuff. Um, we're kind of throwing away a lot of things and whatever. Not anything that I would give away. But, you know, just like, it just that idea kind of popped into my head because I thought, you know, like, I when, when when we did Cards in Hand or when I did Cards in Hand with Joel, we had people donate stuff to us all the time to give away to people. And that just seems like a good idea, and I never thought of it before. But, you know, if you have something like, hey, I want to help the Anime Summit peeps make people happy, dude, please donate it to me or sell it to me for cheap or whatever so I can use it for a giveaway or something, you know? Uh, whatever you want, let me know. DM me on Discord, okay? That being said, I love you very much. Thanks for listening every week. I will always love you, and I love you just the way you are. Uh, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.